Also, like us on Facebook. This is WXJC-FM, WXJC-HD Coleman, and WDJC-HD2 Birmingham. Temperatures are cooling off on this Tuesday evening and will continue to do so into the overnight hours with mostly clear conditions. Lows tonight in the lower 70s. Another hot day expected for tomorrow. Highs in the lower 90s, but one or two showers or thunderstorms could make its way into the state by the late afternoon into the evening time hours, but clearing out by the overnight hours with lows in the lower 70s with cooler temperatures moving in by Friday. On WVA 2030's Christopher Pipkin with your forecast on this Crawford Broadcasting Station. The following program is a paid program and does not reflect the views of station management or sponsors. I'm going to share something with you. I'm going to tell you something that every successful person has to do, including you. Believe it or not, every successful person in this world has jumped. See, God, when he created all of us, gave every last one of us a gift at birth. He never created a soul without endowing them with a gift. You just got to quit looking at gifts as run and jump and sing and dance. It's more than that. Don't just aspire to make a living. Aspire to make a difference. M-O-E, man of experience. Joe Lockett. Mo, man of experience. Joe Lockett. Making a difference, one show at a time. With Joe Lockett. But I want to take a moment today to give a, a bit of context and clarity around the message that you're about to receive. Over the past days, there have been any number of stories in blogs and social media about me. And I believe that the body of Christ and those who are leaders are to be held to a higher standard according to scripture. And a part of today's message speaks to those places that have been swirling. I wanna make it clear that though my conversational and emotional breaches are wrong, this was not physical or sexual. I've only ever been with one woman that is my wife, but the areas where I have missed the mark do not absolve me of responsibility. But I wanted to give you context and clarity so that you can receive this message the way God intends for it to be received. It is my prayer that God would allow your heart to be open, and your spiritual ears to be attentive to what he's saying to the church. Let my life be an example to you of how God wants integrity and holiness to be the calling cards of his leaders. To my wife, I love you, I honor you today for loving me, for walking with me, not only in therapy, but for the insight that you've given me to begin to do the work as we have been doing for some time now, but to continue in that process. Thank you, Aventure. I love and honor you, and I thank God for you and our children. 
to the Relentless Church. May the very best days of our church be in front of us because they are certainly not behind us. God bless you. All right, y'all. Welcome in to the Joe Lockett Show uh, after Labor Day weekend. We decided to hold that up to after Labor Day. It's your boy, Joe Lockett, and your favorite Uncle Boss. What's going on, Uncle? Everything's good, man. Excited to be uh, back in the studio after a super long weekend for me. Shut up. Because I was off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and, of course, Monday. Yeah. But I'm glad to be back in the studio with you, brother. Whatever. <laughs> you know, so I would get on you, but I got somebody else. We got somebody else we're going to get on today uh, right here on the Joe Lockett Show. Um, we're going to be talking about Pastor Gray. This happened about five days ago, I think five or six days ago. Um, I saw it in the news. Um, but we had some other topics we wanted to cover. But I think today is a great topic to cover it. Um, and the, and uh, we want to cover it from um, a, a myriad of uh, different um, areas. Should his wife forgive him again? That's one area. Um, should the church forgive him? And uh, what's the other one we're going to do? Uh, we're going to actually uh, ask a few questions. Mm. Uh, and he actually uh, made this statement in his statement. Should pastors be held to a higher standard? And I think what, what's important for me, should a pastor's actions affect your faith? Because even though we're talking about about this this man who, mm. who's human, who's flawed, who sins, he is a shepherd. He has people who follow him and look at him a certain way. Mm. If you're looking for uh, a person to lead and guide you, if you have faith in this person, whether you should or not, and this person does something, it, it can affect you and how you feel about church and how you feel about your faith and how you feel about God. So I think that's an important question to ask. You know, I, I think right now, Unc, you know, 866-551-9933. Our phone lines are brought to you by K with a K.com. Go ahead and check out my girl, Kenya Pickens. Um, this situation with Pastor Gray, I've seen a lot of pastors come in out there, Unc. Mm-hmm. There was a long silence. I saw a lot of pastors out there coming. Uh, I know some of y'all. That's all I'm going to say. Stop it. Just stop it. Okay? When we're talking about the pastors, and uh, uh, let me go ahead and be on this, put myself on the, uh, <laughs> on the fire, okay? <laughs> I'm a heathen. Yeah. God's still working on me. Mm -hmm, me too. Okay. But I got to ask you, Unc, did he cheat? Or did he cheat, cheat? Or did he cheat with a hint of pickle? I just, I just got to ask that question. I think we're going to add a, a, a hint of pickle with cheese. Okay. Because if you're the pastor, and I'm going to go this far here, America. If you're the pastor of a huge organization like he is and came from where he's come from, and... Let's say you back you back you backslid, right? And your wife forgives you, which is the most important thing, Unc. Mm -hmm. But not only that, the church forgives you, and you stand there in front of the church and everybody with your wife and ask for the forgiveness, and you say as the pastor that you're going to be a better man. Then God forgives you. 
Unc, I got to ask you as a man, and you one of my dearest friends. If we done did all that and our wife, our church, our congregation, and God has forgiven us, Unc, what in us as a man, what is the innate part of us that says, I'm going to do the same exact thing again and then ask for the same forgiveness and use the same tired line? And I'm not saying the Bible is tired. I'm not saying the scriptures are tired. I'm saying the lines coming from him is tired because he's using God and the Bible and prayer as a backdrop to what he did and say he need help. Well, bro, you knew you needed help when you did it the first time. You knew that you hadn't, you weren't going to stop, but you got away with it the first time. Because how are you going to have the unmitigated goal, Unc, to go out there again and do the same thing to the same woman and your congregation? How is that, Unc? So l let me go ahead and say at, at the beginning of the show, at, at the beginning of what I'm going to say, mm -hmm. let me go ahead and say I'm a heathen also. Okay. Uh, I'm a man. I'm mm -hmm. human. I've done things wrong. Mm -hmm. I do things wrong, and I will do things wrong. Mm -hmm. But I also believe there is a certain way you should go about anything. If you are in a position of power, you have a responsibility that is greater than the people who follow you. Mm -hmm. To ask for forgiveness is fine. But there should be some type of change. There's supposed to be some kind of change if you truly ask for forgiveness and it's genuine. And this comes to another question. Is he talking about this and apologizing and asking for forgiveness because he's genuine? Or is he asking for it because he got caught? Those two different things. Because he got caught? Yeah. Because he got, if you got the faculties to get up in front of a congregation and articulate a sermon every Sunday, and then when you mess up, you can go out there and articulate that to everybody. Please understand, right? The only reason why you're sorry, let me say this, the only reason why you're sorry behind is sorry is because you got caught. Okay? And I'm just being honest. I can't respect an unk. Like I said again, I want America to truly understand Facebook, social media, YouTube, radio. Understand what I'm saying. I am not without sin. I have screwed up. I've done some bad things in my life. But the one thing I can say about myself, Unc, that I have prided myself on going as I got older. If I did a mistake and I made the same that made the mistake, Unc, it is very rarely that I go back and make the exact same mistake twice and hurt the same people again. Okay? I don't I I have not done that in that type of manner. Now, have I went out and did something again? Yes. But I knew when I did, when I said I'm sorry, I knew when I first said it the first time, Unc, I wasn't sorry. So, some kind of way you got to make a change. I mean, you, again, I'm not perfect. I'm not expecting anyone to be perfect. Mm -hmm. I don't expect my pastor to be perfect. I don't expect the ministers to be perfect because I just know better than that. I know how humans are, mm -hmm. and we are all humans but I still hold you to a different standard. I need you to be a little bit better than me mm -hmm. in some areas, not all areas, but in some areas you need to be a little bit better than me. And, and that's how, I mean, a lot of people are hurting. Uh, a lot of people are confused because they are following someone who has faults. First of all, you need to understand that everyone has faults. Mm -hmm. So why exactly are you actually hurting? Some people say they have lost, lost their faith in God because of what that pastor has done. I challenge I challenge these people to say you have not actually read your Bible. 
So that's the problem. That is a huge problem. But I do understand how you can follow someone. They let you down over and over again mm -hmm. in a situation like this. I can understand how can you can lose faith in the pastor, but losing faith in God, I think, is a little bit different. You know, I've seen this happen in all kinds of churches, and people accept them back, and they bring them back. But I think right now, Unc, where we are in society, we're breaking down as a society, um, as a whole, because we're, we're forgiving people who truly don't want to be forgiven. We're giving people the benefit of the doubt, right, because we feel it's the right thing to do. And I say this again, if you're not holding people accountable, Unc, you know what I'm saying? You got to hold people accountable. And that's what I don't see people doing enough um, in this business is holding people accountable. You cannot allow a pastor to run a church because this is what he said. Uh, can I be getting ready to go to break it in a bit? But this is what he said. I didn't cheat, cheat. Okay? That's what he said. When we go to break, I want, I want, I want, I want Big Daddy to play, play, play the clip. We didn't cheat, cheat. Okay, which means it wasn't physical, okay? But I cheated. Now, you are a pastor that gave many weddings, and mm. the ceremony said what, sir? And mm. I'm being honest. What do, the, what do those vows say? He repeated and married many people. So it ain't, it ain't like you didn't know. But you cheated. Or you cheated, cheated. Or you cheated with a hint of pickle. But you cheated. And you lied to the congregation. And here's the killing part about it, Unc. If it wasn't physical, as he said, it was not. Okay. So that means you're texting and inboxing somebody on a consistent basis. So you're mentally, emotionally, mindset, talking to another woman. And you're preaching the word on Sunday. What does that make you, Pastor? Let's, let, 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 let's, you know something? Uh, let's go to break and hear what Pastor Greg got to say about that. But I want to take a moment today to give a, a bit of context and clarity around the message that you're about to receive. Over the past days, there have been any number of stories in blogs and social media about me. And I believe that the body of Christ and those who are leaders are to be held to a higher standard according to Scripture. And a part of today's message speaks to those places that have been swirling. I want to make it clear that though my conversational and emotional breaches are wrong, this was not physical or sexual. I've only ever been with one woman that is my wife. But the areas where I have missed the mark do not absolve me of responsibility. But I wanted to give you context and clarity so that you can receive this message the way God intends for it to be received. It is my prayer that God would allow your heart to be open and your spiritual ears to be attentive to what he's saying to the church. Let my life be an example to you of how God wants integrity and holiness to be the calling cards of his leaders. To my wife, I love you. I honor you today for loving me, for walking with me, not only in therapy, but for the insight that you've given me to begin to do the work as we have been doing for some time now 
but to continue in that process. Thank you, Abby. Call the Joe Like a Show. 1-866-551-9933. Call the Joe Like a Show. 1-866-551-9933. Ah, Joe Like it. What was that? Uh, I don't know. Let me go check. There's a daggum tree on the house. Oh no. Who are we going to call? We'll just call A1 Tree Service. That's right. You can call A1 Tree Service Landscape and Construction. They have a 24-hour, 7 days a week storm service team. Give them a call at 256-385-0418. Again, that's 256-385-0418. If nature can grow it, A1 can take it down. Look, honey, they're already here. M-O-E, man of experience, Joe Lockett. There are some things we wish we could weld shut. Like my mother-in-law's mouth. Hmm. And when it comes time for needing welding services, there's only one person to call, Mike Mitchell. From house gates to hunting trailers, Mike can weld it all. You'll get clean, strong, and precision welds when you call Mike. And with a portable welder, he can come to you. If you want your welds done right, call Mike Mitchell. Check him out on Facebook and get a free estimate. Call him at 1-256-531-4384. Find out what it might cost to weld that car hauler. Or my mother-in-law's mouth. Make sure you give Mike a call at 1-256-531-4384. Free estimates in North Central Alabama. Mike Mitchell, where there's a will, there's a well. Are flying ants swarming around your home? They could be swarming termites. Knowing the difference between these insects could save you time, money, and worry. If you're uncertain about which type of insect is invading your home, call the experts. Cook's Pest Control will be happy to come to your home and identify insects or insect damage free of charge with no obligation. Don't wait. Call Cook's today for a free evaluation. Looky, 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 here comes Cookie. Cook's Pest Control. What's trending in America on the Joe Market Show? Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Joe Lockett Show. Get connected. Better connected. You can also reach us at JoeLockettShow.com. What's trending in America on the Joe Lockett Show? Better connected. All right, y'all, 20 minutes after the hour, you locked in to your favorite eating ride. It's the Joe Lockett Show. It's a blue short. <laughs> Monday. If you got on blue shorts, you're the bomb today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was just going to say, if you got, if, I, see some, I seen some people walking around in blue shorts. If you got on blue shorts, uh, I'm going to call you the bomb.com. How about that? 866-551-9933. Give us a call at the uh, velvetcakewithak.com phone lines. Uh, we're talking about Pastor Gray. Yeah, Pastor Josh Gray pastor of the mega church relentless church in greenville south carolina pastor gray is seeking to go into therapy both professionally and with other spiritual leaders after allegations of infidelity 
appeared on entertainment blogs. Now he has acknowledged that some of the allegations are true while insisting that others are not. Pastor Gray says he is taking a break from the pulpit doing, uh, doing a public apology to his wife and his church. And let the church say, this is not a man. It's not a man. It's not a man, man, because honestly, Unc, let's talk about faith. Let's talk about God. Let's talk about what we're doing here. I understand a man is a man and a woman is a woman. I, I can forgive you for you doing what you do if your wife forgive you, right? But what I can't forgive the pastor on this one is, Unc, he lied to his congregation. What he did for his wife, that's between him and his wife. Right. If she forgive him two times, three times, four times, he give another Bentley, whatever. OK, that's between him and his wife. But me as a person sitting here, I'm not part of his congregation, but I want him gone. He can't come back to the church. Why? Because you're not a good leader. You're a liar. If you got to the congregation the first time and said you, you, you made a mistake, forgive me. And I forgave you. And you did the exact same thing again. And now you're talking about you're going into therapy. My question is, Unc, why didn't you go into therapy or stay into therapy the first time? Because you and your wife had to go to a, re a reconciliation between the point. Y'all had to talk about that. So whatever you were doing during that time, Unc, right, when you were texting that woman, right, or video chatting with that woman, right, Unc, I got to ask you the question. What was your thought pattern then? Where was God? Where was your wife? Where was the congregation? When you sitting there having that fun conversation, right, whatever that was, what is it that you was lacking that another woman gave to you on a phone call or a video chat? Because you said it wasn't nothing else, right? So you had to be doing something. So you was cognizant of what you're doing. What part that you need help with? What, Unc, I got to ask you. She had on them blue shorts Monday? That's what she had on? She sent you a picture? I'm just asking. Because you're the pastor, you get up and say, hey, man, you quote Bible scripts to everybody, talking all this stuff on Sunday. But as soon as you get out of church, you text to somebody. These are our leaders today. And then, Unc, truthfully, as a congregation, are we, what, where in the Bible, are you supposed to give the pastor a couple of times on that, on that issue, Unc? Let's get out to the phone lines. Who we got on the phone lines, Unc? We have Felicia. Hey, Felicia. You there, Felicia? Yes, I am. Hey, what you got? Yes, um, I wanted to make a comment on the question. If your pastor cheated on his wife multiple times, would he still be a pastor? Should pastors be held to a higher standard? The answer to that question for me is a pastor should be held to a higher standard. If he is a man of God, yes, he should be held to a higher standard because he is a pastor. He's a leader. And he's also supposed to be an example. Mm -hmm. Now, if he cannot do that, then maybe he shouldn't be a pastor. Something that I have said is a lot of times people who hold others accountable usually have no accountability themselves. Mm. So if a church member cheats on his wife and just say he's a deacon or the minister of music, a lot of times that person will get set down out of their ministry until they get themselves together. Why can a pastor be set down when he does not do what he's supposed to do? 
we need to hold our leaders, our pastors, our politicians, everybody to a certain to the standard that they're supposed to be held to. Amen. And stop, and stop giving these passes. Amen. Amen. So, oh, ain't that what I've been preaching? <laughs> I, I've been preaching for a long time. <laughs> Accountability. No Accountability excuses. And responsibility. Now, the, now, is the pastor just a man? Yeah, he's just a man, but there are men who don't cheat. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There are men who don't lie. There are men who don't steal. Why can't the pastor be held to be that type of man? Because but we yes, because we don't can, because Felicia, we don't uh-huh. hold them to that standard. And that's the problem. But then they hold their congregation to certain standards. Oh yeah. So Felicia, so, let me let mm-hmm. me ask you a question. Uh, okay. This isn't the first time we we've heard things about Pastor Gray. Uh, he has uh, apologized, asked for forgiveness. But do you think he is sorry, or is he sorry because he got caught? He is sorry because he got caught. Because, like you say, he has done this more than one time, which shows you that this is a behavior for him. Mm. This is the reason why so many people don't go to church now. So many people have lost respect for that pastoral position because if your pastor can be just like you, can be held, can make the same mistakes you make, why should you trust this pastor to advise into your life, lead your life, when his life is just as messed up as yours? And your life might not even be as messed up as his. Exactly. And he's taking my money and spending my money on, 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 on his infidelities. I'm exactly. paying for that. I got a you problem might. with that, Felicia. I got a huge yeah, problem. You, you paying for the hotel room. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, it wasn't no hotel rooms according to what he said. You know, he oh, said, okay. he said, he he said, I cheated, but I didn't cheat, cheat. That's what he said. What's the difference in cheat, cheat, and cheat? I got that. You got to have Pastor Gray that because he said he cheated, but he said, you know, I didn't cheat, cheat. Okay. So now, so that's why. That's interesting. I didn't. So either you cheated. Oh, oh you didn't hear that part? Hold on, Felicia. Hold on. Go ahead, uh, Big Dave. Play that, play that clip one more time so he can say what he did. But I want to take a moment today to give a, a bit of context and clarity around the message. He want to clarify the message of America. Over the past days, there have been any number of stories in blogs and social media about me. How did they get there, Pastor? And I believe that yeah, the body of Christ and those who are leaders are to be held to a higher standard according to Scripture. But you didn't follow the Scripture. And a part of today's message speaks to those places. Uh that have been swirling. I want to make it clear that though my conversational and emotional breaches are wrong, Mm -hmm. this was not physical or sexual. I've only ever been with one woman that is my wife. Can you prove that? Because if you can go so far as to have conversations, and don't get me wrong. So so you heard of Felicia. He said, I cheat, but I didn't cheat, cheat. And don't get me wrong. I, I don't I can I can stand, I can see a man and a and a woman being simply friends. 
I have guys that are friends, but they're kind of like brothers to me. They're like people that I talk to when I want to. Felicia, can I ask you this question? Now. I don't want to get too far in your business. Are you married? I'm not married. Okay, so you I can do. have them kind of friends. But but on the other hand, I got this one friend. He's married, but I'm also friends with his wife. Okay, that's a different ballgame. Because I mean, so sometimes should sometimes they'll put me on speakerphone and I just be having a good time with both of them. But right. I've been knowing him way longer than he been knowing her. She knows we're friends and she knows that I would fight for her. Okay. You okay. Know, so now again, so I'm so with that said, a married man can have a woman that's a friend, but a real friend, not a friend that you can't tell your wife you got. Well, obviously, Pastor yeah. Great Wife didn't know about it because exactly. he, he ended up in the blogs. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, again. See, I, and he's apologizing. See, I'm, that, I'm that friend that can help plan birthday parties for either one of them, go to the barbecue, bring a significant other. Right. Because we're friends. So mm. now that's one thing. But when you got this female friend over here that you're hiding something is wrong with that so do you forgive pastor gray we got to get out of here please do you do you forgive pastor gray it's not my place to forgive him he didn't do anything to me all right, that's what I'm talking about. We love you, Felice. Thanks for locking in with us. Have a good evening. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, so that's the bottom out. We got to go to the newsroom with your favorite uncle. Hang tight, y'all. We see you where on the other side. Preach, preach up. Joe Lockett Show. It's now or never. It's now or never. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Joe Lockett Show. No stopping me 100%. Joe Lockett Show. No stopping me 100%. Joe Lockett Show. This is Uncle Boz with Locking In News. Today is Tuesday, September 8th. And here's some information on today in history. September 8th, 1900. America's deadliest natural disaster as a hurricane slams into Galveston, Texas. The storm kills an estimated 6,000 to 12,000 people, destroying much of the city. 1974. Just a month after taking office, President Gerald Ford pardons his predecessor, Richard Nixon. Ford says Americans need to move beyond the Watergate scandal that forced Nixon to resign. It could go on and on and on, or someone must write the end to it. I have concluded that only I can do that. 1664. What's now the largest city in the United States changes hands. The Dutch surrender New Amsterdam to the British, who rename it New York. 1941. During World War II, Nazi Germany's forces begin a 900-day siege of Leningrad in what's then the Soviet Union. More than a half million of the people die, most of hunger, during the siege of the city now known as St. Petersburg, Russia. 1922. Comedian Sid Caesar, an early TV star with Your Show of Shows, is born in Yonkers, New York. 
Temperatures are cooling off on this Tuesday evening and will continue to do so into the overnight hours with mostly clear conditions. Lows tonight in the lower 70s. Another hot day expected for tomorrow. Highs in the lower 90s, but one or two showers or thunderstorms could make its way into the state by the late afternoon into the evening time hours, but clearing out by the overnight hours with lows in the lower 70s with cooler temperatures moving in by Friday. On WVA 23's Christopher Pipkin with your forecast on this Crawford Broadcasting Station. Life Touch Massage is a local innovative spa located in the Parkside District of downtown Birmingham. We provide affordable services in a relaxing environment for individuals who work, live, play, and travel downtown. We provide a variety of massages including Swedish deep tissue, hot stone, cupping, sports, pregnancy, and much more. Give us a call today or visit us online to schedule your next spa service. Remember, with Life Touch Massage, relief is only a touch away. Hi, I'm Big Daddy Dwayne Thompson. I'd like to invite you to embrace the taste of my new barbecue sauce, Big Daddy Bomb Barbecue Sauce. It's available at the Piggly Wiggly. So stop by, give it a try. Tell them Big Daddy sent you for Big Daddy Bomb Barbecue Sauce. So whether you're dipping or you're dripping, give Big Daddy Bomb Barbecue Sauce a try. Tell them Big Daddy sent you. And if you're going to sauce, sauce like the boss. Whether you just found it or you've lived there for years, you'll never forget that feeling. It was something that made you realize this house would become your home. And since there's no place like it, it deserves protection just as special. A local Allstate agent can help you customize an Allstate house and home insurance policy and point out lots of ways to save. Like if you have a newer roof, it could help lower your rate. Hey, this is John Sadler. Please give us a call for free quote at 699-4263. America's favorite uncle, Uncle Boz. All right, y'all, 34 minutes after that, we locked into your favorite eating riders, your boy Joe Lockett and your favorite Uncle Boz. Uncle, you know, after the show, I got to do a podcast with DJ Strick. Oh, DJ Strick, uh, here from Birmingham. Yeah, Kim, Kim Scott husband. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I, I'm going to be doing it. So y'all check it out today. We're going to be on Skype. You, I, I posted on my um, fan page. But as soon as I finish this, I'll be doing a, a podcast talking with DJ Strick about all kind of different things from radio to political stuff and my 420 rule and all stuff. Later, I've been getting a couple of requests to do podcasts, so I'm kind of happy about that. But what I am what I am happy about is that I don't belong to Pastor Gray's church because I will be upset with the pastor. And I feel for the wife if she is being blindsided by this because she's being drugged through the mud um, as a unwilling participant in this drama. And I get and I, I'm gonna speak for this unk as a man. You've heard all the talk. You've heard. Yeah, we heard all the talk. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Gray been talking. But uh, I'm going to say this as a man, right? And I'm going to go to the clergy on this one here. And I'm going to hold accountable, right? Because I want to go across the board. We have a problem in Christianity when we're dealing with our clergymen. From the Catholic Church to them, uh, some of the uh, priests messing with the kids to pastors infidelity 
and the churches and the congregations and the powers that be are not holding these men accountable. In the Catholic Church, you got to go through the Catholic uh, thing in Rome to get these people, you know, eradicated from the system. They just send them to another parish somewhere. And our in the pastors, we put them in therapy or give them a time out, put them in the corner, sit them, as, as um, Felicia said, sit them down for a minute, right, and then bring them back. Uh, what is that doing? I mean, honestly, as a man, I've been unfaithful in relationships before, okay? And each and every time um, that I've done it, when I was younger, as an older man in my life, before I got married, I knew exactly what I was doing. Now, maybe the first time you do, you, you go out and you step out on your um, girlfriend, it makes you feel a certain kind of way. But then after you don't get caught, it gets easier. But it's, I don't know why we go to this thing, I need help. What help do we need um, to stop cheating or stop having a texting or video chatting relationship with a woman I know I shouldn't have it with? I don't need help for that. That's something that I truly want to go do. Can we stop playing the fill on this one, Unc? Really, can we stop playing games with this? Well, when you say it, I 100% believe you because I know you. But some people have issues that they can't get over. Some people have issues that they can't get over alone. Uh, Pastor John Gray may truly have some type of disorder or addiction that he cannot deal with. But but that is John Gray's personal life, his personal behavior, and that has to do with him. But as far as his congregation, the good the, the thing I like about about God is that you're responsible for your own salvation. We need to start reading the Bible for ourselves. We need to start getting an understanding for ourselves and stop looking to men to totally guide us. They say that the pastor is the shepherd and the congregation is the sheep. But sheep don't have to follow aimlessly. We, we're the sheep, but we're human with, with minds and brains and souls and hopefully common sense. You have the choice of what church you can go to. You have a choice in what pastor leads you. And your choice is going to be based on your personal ideals and ideas. Now, no pastor is going to be perfect. So you're going to have to you're going to have to pick and choose based on what you need. A pastor may be able to do certain things. and You're fine with that. You can forgive and he can continue to be your pastor. But based on who you are and what, what's going on inside of you, some things the pastor may do that you cannot tolerate. It, it's OK if you don't follow one certain pastor. There are a whole lot of pastors out here. There are a whole lot of churches out here. There's only one Bible. We need to get into that Bible and read the Bible for understanding and stop putting so much faith in man because my great-grandmother told me you cannot totally depend on anybody. It's impossible because we're all human. So Pastor Gray is human. Pastor Gray is going to do what he wants to do. It's up to the individual if he wants to follow Pastor Gray or not. That's on you. You know, you make a good point. Huh? But what is it in a man, right, that make us want to stand up in the pulpit, get on social media, right? Get on national TV and say these things knowing doggone good and well 
that you don't mean them. That's the problem that I have with this. Having a sickness, right, or being something, you know, else, and I, I get it. But this is just my own personal philosophy. Call me crazy, YouTube, Facebook, Radio Land. Crazy is 24-7. If I got a cold, I don't got a cold when I'm just um, on in the pulpit or I'm just on radio. When I got, yeah, I got radio, I got a cold, too. When I get home, I got a cold, too. So most people, I'm going to say most people, I'm not going to say everybody because they're always an exception to the rule, America. But if you are sick or mentally ill or got a condition or whatever you want to call your cheat, cheat, cheat with a hint of pickle with some cheese on top, whatever you want to call that, right? You are that 24-7. You are who you are. Your impersonator is going to show up somewhere else at some point in time within a 24-hour, 52 weeks, or 365 days a year. It ain't going to just show up sometimes. If you're sick, because you can't control the sickness, certain things are going to trigger that sickness. A certain food, a certain smell is going to trigger that sickness. So you just can't, you just can't call that sickness in when you want to be sick. It, it don't work that way, huh? Because you're sick. Because if you work that way, you ain't sick, right? So he was able to control it the first time and got caught and did the same thing. He was able to control it the second time and got caught doing the same thing. That's called habitual. That's called a pattern. That's called you're comfortable. That's what that's called. You didn't got the big head and got away with it. You didn't get your wife a car and she didn't let your guard down. And so you can go back to doing what you're doing because nobody's watching again. Let's call that for what that is, Unc. Okay? And I just think at some point in time in our society, in America, we have to make sure that we watch who we follow, Unc. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Don't be preaching to me the word. Now, I can read a Bible and show me the Bible scripture, but let me interpret it the way I need to interpret it. But don't tell me what Pastor Gray said. Okay? Because if I'm following this dude and I'm preaching what he's been telling me, but he ain't even believing what he's saying, and he says he says some stuff, but he don't believe it, he's not an effective leader. It's just that simple. I know pastors now that cuss like a sailor. But on Sunday, they preaching Luke 3rd, chapter 5th, first. I know, I know pastors, and everybody listening to my listen to the show today, uh, have I know no pastors that backslide. Or a deacon that them back back that backslid. Let's just be real about that. Because we try to make like this game of Christianity and Christians is at a higher level. But I'm looking at our society when we're talking about politics, Christianity, but we fighting one another. What they do that at? Politics and divided, but you say I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Christian. I'm a, a right-leaning Christian. But we're going after each other like cats and dogs. I'm a, I'm a Democrat Christian. What does that word mean? Y'all throw this word Bible around and Christian and God and amen around like it's supposed to really mean something. But you're not walking the walk. Just call yourself a heathen like I do and be who you are and let the chips fall where they may. I can respect you more for that. But when you acting like because you went to church on Sunday and listened to Pastor Gray, <laughs> you try to come talk to me. Right. And I see Pastor Gray in the news. I'm looking at you kind of crazy. That's the church you wanted me to go to. Why? 
He ain't no better than me. So, Pastor Gray and pastors like you, right? Y'all got an issue. Uh. So, this isn't the first time we've seen issues with Pastor Gray. <clears throat> and over the years, we've seen issues with pastors across the country. Uh, this question is for our listeners on radio, Facebook, and YouTube. And this question uh, also to you, Joe. Mm -hmm. What do you think the future holds for Pastor John Gray? It's not, it's not the first time we've seen him go through things, not the first time we've heard him apologize, mm -hmm. yet he is still the pastor mm -hmm. of this mega church. Now, I don't know. I I didn't look into this day. Now, and maybe someone who knows can give us a call at 866-551-9933, uh, the velvetkwithak.com phone lines. Um, I don't know if he owned that church. He owns the church, his company. Do he have an LLC or something that actually owns the church? Um, so I'm not for sure where that is. So if it's his church, right, he can come back anytime he wants to. Mm -hmm. If he was assigned to that church and he's part of a, a doctrine of a Methodist or a Baptist, he's assigned to that church. Well, I don't think he should be assigned to any other churches. I think he should be kicked out. That's just myself personally, because you can go to rehab, but it's like sending a police officer that did a bad crime or a, 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 a priest that then molested a child. To another parish, you just pass on a problem to somebody else. No, you eradicate the problem. You get rid of the problem. You took an oath when you become a pastor or a priest or a policeman, don't you? You take an oath to defend and protect the God word or the law and order word. That's what you do. If you defy that oath, because unk, you and I held to the we we don't call ourselves God, we don't call ourselves pastors or policemen or uh, priests. But we're held to a standard. If you and I do wrong, unk, we are punished. So if I'm sitting up here and I do the same wrong that I that you did, Joe, I get a pass. How does that work? Because when you go to God and you and the day you die and you're being judged, I don't think God going to look at you because you're the president of the United States. You was a pastor. You was a priest. You was a policeman, a country or a senator. I don't think they're going to look at you like that because God sent you there as his child. So uh, what, 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 how are you going to be judged? It's about how, what, how you did on earth. The orders that God gave you before you left. Did you follow what he told you? He could care less at the end of the day what you're ranking because you're never powerful to him if you believe in the, in the word. And I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I, I am saying a little bit. I could be saying it all wrong about the Bible, but I'm just saying if it's God Almighty, that's the man you listen to. So what are we talking about? I think, again, we have put too much faith in man and not enough faith in God and the word. We put that faith in that building. We put our money in this building. And we think if we do this, right, that this is going to change. But let me tell you all something. And I truly believe from the bottom of my heart. If you gave your money to people on the street to help somebody else, right, you gave. If you gave 10 percent of your earnings to just somebody, right, you did what you're supposed to do. You don't have to put it in a, a, a building in a church with a man that say, this is my church and put a name on the front of it that reads the Bible to you every Sunday and preach to you. As long as you're giving 10% of your earnings to people who need it or people you think that's going to, you can help them from, you're still doing the same thing because I see people being blessed. that don't go to church at all. Okay. I see people who go to church, ain't being blessed. Who, and I'm not saying don't go to church, but what I'm saying is the church don't, it's not an end all tell off for everybody. 
Now, the little part I do understand about the Bible, Unc, is this right here. Have you ever heard this? Your body is your what? Temple. And they said when you gather, I, I don't know what the wording is, but if you gather with so many people, um, it, it, it's church, right? Just two. Okay. So, with my little bit of understanding of that, right, um, did J can I ask you this question? We, I, I'm, I'm asking <laughs> America. Y'all yeah, talk to y'all friend because y'all making help your boy Joe like that. Help me out with this. Um. Did Jesus have a mega church? No, of course not. No, I, I wouldn't consider it a mega church. No. Did he have social media? <laughs> Definitely not. How we know about Jesus today? To this point, no social media, no mega churches, no TV. Did, did he have a TV show? Um, was he on? Uh, uh, was he, did he have a TV show? He did. Did he have 700 Club? Was he on cable? But people around the world knew about him. Even whatever religion you talk about, there's some form of the story with him in it. And there was no social media back then. Uh, uh, that wasn't even, that even no TVs. I don't think they even had cell phones, huh? So, and I know there wasn't no mega churches. So he did that because he believed what he believed and he walked the walk. Him and 12 disciples did their thing. Think about that, huh? Him and 12 disciples, and one of them betrayed them. And we know about him today. Y'all go to church every Sunday, nobody know who y'all are. Think about what I'm saying, America. My point is we got to stop believing in the man that's standing in the building inside the church. You go to church for your own personal reasons, but not for the man. You go to for the understanding to better understand in my personal opinion, the Bible. Understand that what a man is telling you about the word that he that he says God gave him to tell his flock. And I, I think that's a good thing if that's what you want to live in. Huh? But um, I'm not going to put my faith in the man standing up there giving me the word. Mm -hmm. Because I have a lot of questions and a lot of people get mad at me when I'm talking about the Bible. Huh? But I ask questions, you know, when God and, and Jesus, right, if God said you put no man before him, we put Jesus in front of God a lot of times. You know, so it's a lot of questions that I have, but that's just me. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to change anybody to believe like Joe Lockley. I talk to God every morning. I pray and I meditate. He tells me certain things. He gives me certain inspiration. He gives me certain ideas. And some things I still don't have an answer to. And I'm still searching. But that ain't for me to put on the outways and try to discourage nobody else from what y'all do. If you go to church and you, that's what you believe in and that make you feel good and that's the way you live your life, rock like that. I went to church and at one day I made my mama, you know, my mama paid for me all the time to sit on the morning bench. I'm not quite there yet. But one day I may find a church. Uh, and you've heard me say this, where I may find my comf myself comfortable getting up in the morning and putting some clothes on and go on a Sunday morning and watch somebody preach. You know, that may be the thing. But that's not as you would say, um, everybody ain't set up that way. Everybody is is definitely not set up the same way. We all need different things to to make us thrive, to make us successful, to help us be faithful. I believe the relationship between you and God is a personal thing. Mm -hmm. Now you do do need people to to guide you, to give you information, to guide you to scripture and teach you the things that you don't know. But after and before all of that is said and done, you're responsible for your own salvation. 
You're responsible for your own uh, learning. You're responsible for your own knowledge. And you're definitely responsible for your own actions. I want to encourage anyone, uh, if you follow a pastor, not to put too much in the pastor and not say anything bad about the pastor, but the pastor is only a man. I've been blessed to uh, have at least association with some amazing pastors and those amazing pastors also good men. Mm -hmm. Now, do I look for them for everything? No, I have several pastors in my life that I go to for different things Mm -hmm. because all of them are set up with different things to offer. So for me to look to one person, to look to one man, to be my guide in my journey to me is not efficient. Mm. But what do we tell people who listen to our show around the world? And we see these news stories and we're talking about them. What do we, what, what do we say as men? And let's just be honest. That's a black man that did this to a, a, a queen, right? Twice. We already got a bad name for ourselves, you know, just on the streets of how we treat our women in our community. Huh? What should we be saying on these airways that's going to be more encouraging, you know, for the younger generation coming up? Because what we are tired of hearing, hearing and I'm sure women are tired of hearing from men is, right? And you've seen, you know, from President Donald Trump to Bill Clinton, right? What women don't want to hear, huh? I'm sorry. They don't want to go on this roller coaster ride with you, go through the hard times with us, huh? And they get to the top of the game, right? With you, in the pictures, on national TV, all these different things, right? Enjoying in the in the glory of it, and then you get up there and embarrass them, and they got to stand by your side while you sitting there just saying, "I'm sorry." And then you do it again. Nobody wants to be made to look like a fool, especially a woman about a man or her husband. His wife's name is a venter. Let me go ahead and say, I I said the prayer for a venter because she has to be going through some things in her mind and in her heart that has her in a place that I don't know if, if she can be, she has to be going through it, bro. But think about you, the first lady. Honestly, Uncle, and I'm not trying to use any hyperbole here. I'm just being honest right now. If I was a woman, I would say, God, why did you forsake me? I would definitely ask that question. Because my I married a godly man, a God-fearing man. Mm-hmm. I trusted that he what he said he was gonna, not going to do again. I trusted and I prayed to you, God, that he wasn't going to do it no more. And she's probably saying, I could have got this on the street. I could have got this from a normal, everyday street dude, right? And it still happened to me. So as a woman sitting in that situation, I'll, I'll be saying to myself, what am I doing wrong here? What 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 message are you sending to me? All because of the actions of her husband. Men, we have to make better choices. My whole thing is, man, if you if you know that you're gonna drag a woman through this crap, man, don't drag a woman through this. And women vice versa, don't drag your man through something if you know you're not sorry. Just go ahead and be honest with the person. You grown. Life moves on. It's a tough thing to be in a marriage and the ego thing and you got somebody who's on top of the world and you're national and all that stuff. But sometimes a peace of mind is, 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 is the best thing in the world. Huh? You can have all the money in the world and be living in chaos and be broken, be peaceful. 
because the, the the backlash that he's getting now and the things that the way she's feeling, the way she's looking right now, how people telling her to leave her husband and she's trying to figure out should she stay with this man because it was not a physical, but a, um, I guess emotional type thing. When he said that, uh, when he said that part that I did not do anything physically with anybody, that let me know he didn't get it. Mm hmm. He have no idea what he's talking about. Why do you say that, Joe? Because women are what? Emotional. Women are emotional creatures. If you are emotional with another woman, you just cut your wife with a sharp knife, Unc. You just tore her heart open because they are emotional. And she don't want no other woman to have her husband on any emotional level except for her. That's why I know he didn't get it, because he's trying to clarify to the world what he didn't do when you should be telling your wife and talking to your wife about how you hurt her, because for her, whether you was physical or not, Dr. Pastor Gray, and I don't even want to call you pastor. I'm just going to call you Mr. Gray because you're not a pastor in my, in my opinion. What you should have been doing is talking to your wife. That's what you should have been doing. And you should have just stepped down. But uh, it's funny. Greed, right? You don't want to walk away from that money. So my question is now, is he staying for the money or is he staying for the church? Mm. And And why is he staying with his wife does he want the, the good things that his wife has to offer but he also wants something else be honest about it though be uh, my whole thing is you want what you want you're gonna rock how you rock but you need to be honest with the people around you so they can make a judgment that they want to be around you when you're rocking he's trying to have his cake and eat it too he's selfish he, he, there he, you go he's 100 percent selfish that's it yeah i think that is the word for the night when you do something this stupid, right, you're selfish. And stop, and I, and I ask people, stop bringing God into this, huh? Can they stop bringing God into this? Saying you're asking for forgiveness and you want to go get, you're going to go get help? Please, if you're a drug addict and you're an alcoholic, I get it that you, you know, you got some things going on, right? But this stuff that we'll try to do for PR spin, enough. Women don't deserve this. Your churches don't deserve this. America don't deserve this. We're tired of hearing it from our politicians, from our pastors, from our leaders. We need something to believe in because um, we've said this many times on the show. Um, we really don't know what to believe in no more. We don't. We don't. There, there are so many messages, uh, so much deception, uh, so much what people call to being two faced. You don't know what to believe. You don't know who to listen to. You don't know which way to turn, and it's, it's causing confusion. All right, America. Pastor Gray, I, I should maybe say a prayer for you. We'll see. Definitely going to say a prayer for your wife, though. All right, guys, I'm going to go do this um, this interview with DJ Strict here, so you guys follow us on social media. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You guys have a great night. Uh, pretty great show today. Pretty good good show. show, man. Good show. All right, America, we love you guys. Have a good night. Joe Lockett Show. It's now or never. It's now or never. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Joe Lockett Show. No stopping me 100%. Joe Lockett Show.
Show. No stopping me, 100%. Joe Lockett Show. We are one nation under God. A powerful message now with more power. From the Crawford Broadcasting Studios, the best Bible teachers in America with 100,000 watts at 101.1 FM. This is WXJC FM, WXJC HD Coleman, WDJC HD2 Birmingham, 